You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Hello and welcome into an OKC82 podcast here tonight after the second preseason game of the Thunder's 2019 season. Uh, Tonight, the Thunder took on the New Zealand Breakers, came all the way from New Zealand, the home of the Kiwis, home of the Steven Adams, uh, and defeated them 110 to 84. Overall, it was an interesting game just because it wasn't. And there were, I mean, I mean, it was interesting in a sense, just because it was a good opportunity for the Thunder to face someone that they are not going to normally face throughout the season. Uh, but at the same time, I really don't feel like this team presented a lot of challenges to the Thunder, so I don't know exactly what they could take of it. But hi, we're here and we're going to talk about it. I'm Madison Morris, alongside Brady Trantham, who you are hearing his melodic tunes no. from. First of all, we need to apologize to all of our Kiwi listeners, because Madison, you just trashed I did not. I did not. I didn't mean to trash the breakers. I think it's a very different form of basketball. Not like super different, but I mean, things are going to be different over there in uh, Down Under. But is is New Zealand considered Down Under? I don't know. I probably just really insulted them by comparing them to Australia. It's, it's I guess, technically the same region of Oceania, right? Yeah, it's like over there. Um, I don't know. I would hate because I'm aware that New Zealand and Australia have the. the rivalry between they do, the two. Yeah. I mean, Stephen Stephen Adams even kind of made a joke at Australia's expense, or like shoot around. That was shoot around this morning. I'm getting them all mixed up already, Madison. This is the day. second game, um, but no. Shout out to all of our lovely, beautiful, intelligent, awesome, awesome New Zealand um, subscribers, listeners, followers. Uh, particularly uh, glazed and consumed on Twitter. I love every time you tweet me, man. It's uh, it's always a joy. So shout out to you. Um, I, Madison, you and I were actually fantasizing earlier today about going to New Zealand at some point. Yeah, um, I'd love to do that. Got to chop it up with some uh, New Zealand media that came mm-hmm. came all the way down across the water, as Stephen said, across the water, across the pond, across the water to come cover the game. So it was a it was a really good uh, really good exposure for New Zealand basketball, and mm-hmm. um, like I I don't know, I'm not going to pre- sit up here and pretend like I'm fully aware and I fully understand like New Zealand basketball but um Steven Adams talked about it I think on Tuesday shoot around before uh in Tulsa before the Thunder played the Mavericks where he talked about ever since he started playing for the Thunder there's been a spike of younger kids wanting to play, play basketball back in New Zealand which I I'm going to assume that their sports are mainly uh football football soccer football. or uh rugby I, yeah, I really don't know. Probably I'm sho- a lot of rugby. I'm showcasing my ignorance right now, but I mean that's that's really cool. It's really cool that one person and a person with a connection to where we're from, Madison in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. that's inspired a, an entire country of kids to like. There's another option out there, and basketball is a great avenue for kids to uh, find out about themselves, to showcase some talents. And then if you're lucky enough, if you're fortunate enough, you can make a pretty penny off of it. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool that Steven Adams is probably influencing somebody right now to be the future best player in the NBA from New Zealand. Yeah. No. Whereas if Steven never played in the NBA, maybe that doesn't happen. Maybe that player, maybe that boy or girl grows up to be a lawyer 
or something boring oh, like God that. God forbid. Shout out <laughs> Brian Morris. Oh, no, no, no. Who who doesn't love lawyers? We love the lawyers. Yeah. Do you have a lawyer, Madison? Uh, I do have a lawyer. That would be Daddy. And oh, don't mess with Papa Morris now. Don't mess with Brian Morris. He will sue your ass. Yeah, anytime y'all like come at Madison for uh, making fun of Russell Westbrook on Twitter. Yeah, you better watch it. And when for the she record, I never made fun of Russell Westbrook. You trashed him, Madison. I did not. I made a snarky comment that was completely sarcastic. Because, okay, can everybody please understand that about... 78% of what I tweet out is me being a snarky asshole. I would I would have said 69%, but that's just me. Nah, Calculations can be different between two parties. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, but anyway, this game tonight, though, it was interesting. It was kind of fun to watch. Um, at times, there was... I mean, I want to say it was like the first quarter where it was a little... It, it was a little too close for comfort, and it kind of looked like the Thunder were still um, shaking off a little dirt, shaking off a little rust, but that's... To be expected, especially with the, just the second game of preseason. And uh, the way Billy was talking about it was that that's really distracting. Oh, my bad. I seriously cannot <laughs> even think straight right now. I wanted to see how far you could go. I, I thought I was doing pretty good, but then I was like kind of going off the deep end. I know. But I can play really just good. like Jimmy Page. Very good. Um, what, what I was saying is that Billy Donovan was talking um, before the game today. He was saying that they're, uh, what, what am I looking for? They're a training camp. Has been pretty grueling. They've really worked these guys hard. They've really pushed them uh, to just become. I would sure hope so. Players. And well, so, yeah, it's their job. I mean, it <laughs> is their job. And so, I, I kind of understood, you know, this uh, this preseason just being a little rusty to s- start off with. I mean, it didn't look that bad on what is today Thursday, but, Tuesday night against Dallas. Uh, tonight in the first quarter, it did it did a little bit though. Madison, you're burying the lead. What time is it right now? Oh, it's ten thirty-five. And we're we came all the way up to the. We're not recording in Chesapeake because um, I didn't. I actually forgot the equipment because it's preseason for all of us. So that's my bad. Oh. But it's ten thirty-five, and we drove all the way from Chesapeake up to Tyler Media Studio, which is about a not even a ten minute drive north on the way to Edmond. Not at but night, but it's but it's still a drive. It's ten thirty-five. It has gone so quick. Yeah. Oh my God. The locker room oh my is gosh. so quick. We talked to Billy and then we immediately walked into the locker room and then we had players boom, X, boom, Y, Z. Boom, boom. Everybody just came in, boom, and then we just we all got to, to go to home. Back to back and they were done. We even did a sit down video thing that we'll put on the Twitter machine later on at Chesapeake Energy Arena. And then we came all the way up here and it's 1035. If this was last year, the year before. Um, we would just now maybe be talking to the final player, Russell Westbrook, in the <laughs> locker room, and then we have to do all that stuff in the uh, arena, and then maybe mm-hmm. come back here to record this. So, I hope this continues. I do too. I really hope this continues. Honestly, that'd be so great for my sleep because my sleep suffered greatly last season. You didn't sleep at all, Madison. Uh, no one slept last season. Your eyes were red all the time. Yeah, I thought it was just because you went to Colorado a lot. <laughs> No, 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 no. But, yeah, Brady, this went so much more smooth tonight. Like, it was just fluid. It was awesome. And yeah. I, I, they were singing in the Oh, shower. my God. Like, it was either – apparently it was either Shay. I don't think it would have been Chris. He doesn't strike me as somebody oh, that – So – like yeah. that in the background. Somebody, like, 
We were talking to Darius, and when we put the Darius clips out, you could probably hear it. You will definitely hear that. Yeah. Um, somebody was just screaming in the shower, and it was so hard to, like, I think I laughed visibly out loud, which is kind of a faux pas unless a player makes a bad joke. Yeah. Um, that's the only time you can actually show emotion. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to, like, look like you're work, 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 work. work. Although uh, Jerry Ramsey caught a picture of you with the uh, stick camera in your hand, and you look and I looked very focused. You look so focused. You look so you looked like like an act like the action figure of yourself. I was I looked like I was like really pissed or very intrigued by what Shay was saying, and I probably wasn't even listening. It, well, he was wearing a hoodie that said that had a picture of Paris on it. Maybe you were just mad because no one's because like taking you to Paris yet. And that I've never been in my entire life. You've never life. been to Paris? No. I've been to Italy, but I haven't been to France. Where did, where did you go in Italy? Why? Why? Um, I went to a lot of places in Italy. I was there for two weeks. And I, oh my gosh, went to Sorrento, Tuscany, the Vatican City, Rome. Uh, Sorrento. Did I already say that? I don't yep. even know. Yep. Um, yeah, a bunch of cool places. Sicily, Venice. Man, I was there for two weeks. I ate a lot of pasta. Drank a lot of wine. <laughs> It was awesome. Really quick aside, uh, New Zealand followers, if you're still listening, at the franchise on Twitter, because I know there's a few of you that follow us on Twitter, um, at the franchise on Twitter and demand them that they pay for Madison and I to go to New Zealand to go yes. do a story. We're, all, we're a good time. Uh, no, um, Spare no expense, you know, but all expenses paid by the uh, franchise. Yes. Yeah. No I would sp- love to. Spare no expense, just like the guy from Jurassic Park. Um, no, let's let's get back to the game, Madison. This is I've completely destroyed this podcast. That's no, my, no. That's my bad. It's been fun. Um, I'm obviously in preseason mode. I'm getting ready. To, I'm excited to go down to Dallas for the OU Texas game, and then I'll stay there over the weekend and meet you meet meet back up with you on Monday for the Mavericks game because the Thunder aren't practicing tomorrow. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God they're not practicing tomorrow. Yeah. Those poor guys. They've They've been practicing nonstop and then had a game on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then they practiced yesterday, had a shoot-around this morning, had a game tonight, and then they mercifully were given the day off tomorrow. <laughs> but um, I, I guess like the big game story, first of all, and you were there when Billy um, talked pregame to the media, uh, Daniel Gallinari got the rest tonight. Um, did, he cons- did he use the word load management? No, he uh, he never said anything like that. He just said, uh, basically, Danilo, he's been in this league for a long time. And that was what he really chalked it down to, was that he is a longtime veteran. He's been working really hard. He played for Team Italy over the summer. Uh, he's just been going, going, going. And right now, with um, preseason and how their training camp has been so grueling, he really just wanted to give Danilo an opportunity to just kind of sit and uh, learn and also kind of be there for the guys. But it was just, he basically just said, like, nothing's wrong with him. He's not hurt. He's not dealing with anything. He just needs a rest. Did he, he also didn't use the the term uh, trade value. No. No. <laughs> he didn't. No, <laughs> he, that was not Well, uh, the trade, I mean, um, uh, what? just what? The, the training camp was real grueling, you know? Basically, yes. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I was kind of excited when I saw the tweet because I was actually still on my way to the arena. Like, today has just been such a shit show for me. But um, I was on the way to the arena, saw the tweet. My first thought was they're either going to play all three point guards again and then maybe start Mascala. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, they'll start two point guards and then have Darius Baisley out there at the four. Um, mainly because Darius Baisley, I mean, he doesn't have, he's not a point guard in the sense that he can consistently handle the ball and run the floor just yet. Mm-hmm. But he's a 
fantastic passer at 19 as a rookie already. Yeah. So um, Dennis Schroeder uh, comes off the bench. Terrence Ferguson starts at the three. So you've got two ball handlers and Shea and Chris at the one and the two. Then you also have uh, Darius Baisley, who uh, got the start, like I said. Started off a little slow. I think at one point he missed three straight um, three-pointers in the corner. I think two of them were back-to-back. Yes. Um, He said in post-game that Chris Paul went up to him and said, hey, if um," because I think he was wide open for another one, and he hesitated, passed the ball, or he moved it at some point. Chris Paul went up to him and said, if I'm passing it to you, it's because I know you can hit it. Like I wouldn't Mm -hmm. pass it to you if I didn't think you could hit it. So he's already getting that confidence instilled into him. Uh, Billy Donovan talked in the post game about how um, he sees these opportunities for Darius to start, um, just as we've got to thrust him into some some of these situations to like to make him uncomfortable so that he can retain some knowledge moving forward and improve. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly the right way to handle Darius Baisley. Yeah. Um, and I've probably said it a few times on the pod, so apologies, but you know, fa- rewinding back to the night where he was drafted, when the team still had Russell and Paul, I questioned the pick. Not because of his talent, because I, when I remembered who he was, I was like, okay, the talent is certainly there, and the potential is certainly there, but that's two or three years away, considering he's not going to be able to get a lot of burn with this team, because this team as it was constructed was a playoff team, and you can't waste a lot of time. I mean, n- no insults. I'm not trying to be insulting at all, but you can't waste a lot of time trying to bring along a, a rookie. You've got to mm-hmm. win games. Then Russ and Paul get traded, and all of a sudden you have that opportunity now because yeah, you're these guys are out there trying to go win, but there's going to be a lot of learning experiences available and it's only good for Darius Baisley and it's only good for the future. And he's right in line with uh, guys like Shay, Hamadou Diallo, Deontay Burton, all these young guys. And then whoever the thunder bring on in the next few years in the draft, there's opportunity there. You saw it. You saw it tonight. Um, Darius had ended up having a really good game. Shay had a really good game. Um, trying to think who else. Steven obviously Steven had a, had a great Steve, game. Steven yeah. had a good game, but even though he's Hamadou Diallo had Hamadou a great Diallo, game. That's, yeah. Oh my gosh. See, I get Shay and Hami mixed up they all the time now because like, they look the same. They have the weird. same haircut. They're about the same height. Mm-hmm. Um, Shay's a little bit skinnier and his arms are a little bit longer, so that's kind of the. He looks more youthful too. But Hami looked. He looked a little more sure of himself today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was driving with purpose. Now. Like you kind of said at the beginning, Madison, New Zealand, uh, the Breakers, I don't want to say that they're the national team, but the Breakers, mm-hmm. um, they didn't really put up that much of a fight whenever the Thunder decided to drive. Like They just couldn't really throw anything at them. Um, and, th- and that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but Hami still looks pretty damn determined, and mm-hmm. he looked like he was driving with purpose, which is always a big thing for me and young players. Yeah, no, it was really good to see stuff like that because I thought this game was so great. I think I kind of said it at the beginning of this pod, but I thought this game was so great because it really gave every single player the opportunity. Every guy that stepped out there, they were able to have either a shining moment or they were able to learn something or they were they were able to involve someone else. And, I mean, I think pre- this is what preseason is all about, in my opinion. I think it's a really good chance Uh, to figure a lot of stuff out that you can't figure out in practice. You can only figure this stuff out in real time or during action, during a crowd, during, uh, you know, you actually have an opponent that's not yourself. I think that's exactly what preseason is for. And so don't get me wrong. Like, I thought the Breakers, they're a great team. They do really well over in New Zealand. They do really well against other teams that they play. Um, They almost beat Memphis. Yeah. I mean, that's... (laughs) 
That's saying a lot. So, I mean, they handled themselves super well, and they came over here and played very determined. And so the Thunder, they were presented with challenges. I even asked Mike Muscala tonight. I said, you know, what challenges have you guys learned from the past couple of games that are going to help you uh, to go on to the next two games of preseason and then go into the regular season? And he said that basically everything or every single time they've stepped on the stepped on the court so far they've been able to learn not only from each other but from the different things that other players from other teams can bring to them too and so that's something they're going to really utilize going forward and so I don't know it's just it was a good matchup tonight mainly because I thought the Thunder were able to learn a lot and that is that's exactly what they need to be doing especially with a new roster uh, a new atmosphere a new feel to this season they they're going to have to learn a lot, and they're going to have to take a couple steps back and really adjust to each other. But it looks like they're doing a very good job doing that so far. And so, I don't know. I just thought this game, it served a really great purpose other than just, like, playing and then winning. It served a good purpose for them to evolve as a team. Yeah, and, I mean, first of all, you forgot. Muscala said, good question, right at the beginning. Thanks, Mike. So, yeah, with his uh, one feather e- earring. That's I'm a- all about it. Yeah, there was some there like Russell's gone, yes. Mm-hmm. And even to an extent Paul is gone. Paul Paul is gone. He he doesn't really show out fashionista wise during the season. Like <laughs> he shows out like when he goes to functions. Like that's when he really dresses up. But yeah. like during the season he wears like team sweats. The team sweatpants. Yeah, he just he just <laughs> was like, ah, I don't care. Um but yeah, Russell's gone, but there's still some style. I mean There's some good style. Uh I mean Chris Paul had that sexual chocolate world mm-hmm. tour sweatshirt on on his baby blue and he had yellow sweatpants with a yellow hat. It was cool. Darius had an all pink tracksuit thing. Uh Dennis Schroeder was wearing the uh, city edition. Did you see him walk I around? didn't see him. No, he no. had the city edition of uh, the turquoise OKC jersey, like um like the jacket. Or whatever. Really? Yeah. I was like, that's weird. I've never seen a player do that, that before. Is weird. Wear a like basically wear a jersey that they don't wear anymore. Like <laughs> like big fan of that in, in like outside of the arena. Um and yeah. I mean there's still some style in this. There's team. still some swag. Um but Mascala probably had them all beat with that one feather earring. He <laughs> did. I, that was so cool because I I was standing on okay, so if you're looking at Mascala, I was standing to his left side. To his right. Well, to his right, my left side. Like I was like on the left yeah. of him. Yeah. And so I was looking at his right side, and I didn't see this earring until I think Eric Horan asked him a question, and Eric was, like, way over here. And he turns around, and I see this earring in him, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was really cool, though, because it was something that you didn't expect from a guy like Mike Muscala, who's, like, from Minnesota. Minnesota. And so it just, it was kind of cool. I like the diversity of this team. They're uh, surprising us. Every what day. in the hell's diversity? Yeah, just a lot of what we're seeing with the Thunder right now. Again, hey everybody. Also, you guys need to at Matt Madison Morris and tell her to watch Anchorman. I she, know. I'm she, working on it. You're working on it. You like? <laughs> I said that a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it for years. I know. I can, I'm. I really am gonna work on it. I might just like illegally download it or something. Oh, Madison, don't break. <laughs> well, it I just gave myself away. I'm dude. like looking forward to like when we're like 65 years old and you just randomly shoot me a text I just saw it and it sucked okay <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, by the way i really hated that like why did you waste my time with that i came down all the way to the mountains from the mountains to the city to go get this damn dvd or whatever <laughs> whatever they are in the future but gosh um blu-ray whatever that thing no, is no um i guess i think moving forward I- i'm really curious if any other vets sit out like for dallas mainly yeah. because um they just saw them the other night it's uh, a road game. 
Um, maybe Chris Paul sits. Maybe Stephen Adams sits. Especially, I wouldn't be surprised if Stephen sat. Yeah, and especially considering what he goes through every year, where yeah. basically he gets to the All Star break and then he limps to the finish line. Yeah. And a lot of that, I mean, it's unfortunate, but a lot of that is because he had such a brunt defensively because some guys would. Uh, take a break here and there there's the potential for a lot of mistakes obviously with this team with a lot of young guys but it seems like there's a lot of want to on this team like they want to try and make the right play so maybe that could lead steven into being a little bit more long-term healthy but who knows maybe he'll have to do so much quarterbacking back there with all the all the young cats that it just becomes mentally exhausting for him yeah Uh, because there was one play um early on in the first quarter uh darius baisley uh I think he got the wrong call or he thought somebody was behind him and he, he kept pointing back like someone go get the guy in the corner. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be him because there was no one behind him because Steven <laughs> was up at the top of the key and uh, the guy on the corner just cut down the baseline. Darius was able to rebound and get back in position mm-hmm. to defend it, but he ended up fouling uh, or no, it wasn't a foul. Like uh, the guy went up and missed a layup and then it got punched out of bounds and then it was Thunderball. And then Steven basically like tapped Darius on the head and like said some stuff to him and just <laughs> getting like keep going. So it's like, come on now. Come on, man. Keep your head in the game. Um, but yeah, there's there's potential. Um, but I, I would think I, I don't know if Chris is ever going to set out a pre one of these preseason games because they've like tried to hammer home like ball movement and communication and they still have a little bit of a turnover problem. And mm-hmm. the only way that they're gonna fix that is if Chris Paul and Shea Gildas Alexander, Dennis Schroeder all those guys play with each other a lot because they've got yeah. to figure it out, figure it out really quick. That so, scared me. So, <laughs> yay. Yay. I'm uh, kind of curious. Oh, sorry. Were you not offended? No, no, no. Go right ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm really curious to see what Dallas is going to do because we said this in the previous pod, but they set out Luca and Kristaps. And I don't know where Kristaps is in his healing process, but I know that Luca's pretty good to go. I don't really know why they He's right him. there with Andre probably. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm curious to see what Dallas is going to do because Dallas is going to have a hell of a show out. On Monday, they're gonna have like a packed arena probably because they really love that team. Do you see their? Uh, I don't know what they call it, the equivalent to the blue and white scrimmage. Oh, they well, yeah, because it was the first time they would get to see Luca and Chris, oh yeah, Chris Stats play. It which... looks like a regular season game, so just imagine this preseason game with the Oklahoma City Thunder coming to town. Like it's gonna be a lot, so I'm really curious to see what Dallas is gonna put out there. Um, come see the basketball ex- exploits of Justin Patton. Oh yes. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. And so if Billy Donovan chooses the Dallas game, which he could, and I wouldn't disagree with it, but if he chooses the Dallas game to sit guys like Steven Adams and even if he like sits another vet or another uh, guy who did really well tonight, I think it could get kind of ugly for the Thunder and they could give Dallas exactly what they're hoping to get. Before we get out of here, Madison, I just want to get your thoughts because I haven't really seen them yet um, anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, uh, MSN, Messenger. Um, Yahoo what are your thoughts on the uh, controversy between the government of China and oh, uh, the NBA? Uh, <laughs> no comment. I'm going to pull a Steve, Steve Kerr right now and be like, no comment. No comment. Um, I don't really know. I haven't read too much into it. I feel like I don't have enough insight to actually have a full blown opinion. And so, and I also don't want to be crucified again. So I, re- I don't know. You've been crucified before? How yes. did you survive? Uh, because the I, wrath of Russell Westbrook came after me. I think that's a like a death penalty. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. It's punishable by stoning. Oh. I know. So I'm due up soon. But um, I don't know a lot about what's going on with the whole China thing. I think right now it's a big mess, and it's not a good look for the NBA at all. But that's all I'm going to say. 
Yeah, uh, kids, when you work for somebody, watch what you tweet. Yeah, Twitter, um, it never goes away. can't always share all your opinions. You, you can't take it back. Yeah. Whatever you Darryl, put out there, it's out there. If Daryl Morey was a character in a Greek tragedy, his tragic flaw is that he just loves to talk. Yeah. Just loves to talk way too much, just like me. Sometimes he I get myself into trouble. Mass and take us away. Okay, well, that is going to do it as Brady Trantham plays us out. Um, it was a fun night overall. Uh, it was good to see the Thunder get another win here in this preseason. They are now 2-0 in preseason. Holla! And they will go to Dallas on Monday to face the Mavericks for the second time of the preseason. Uh, they did beat the New, New Zealand Breakers tonight at 110-84. to Overall, good night. We had a good time, and we're going to get out of here. So thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe, tell your friends. Tweet it all over the place if you want to. Um, but, yeah, just thanks for listening. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>